Welcome you to the sports kingdom. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler Pacholke. What's up, TP? Happy birthday, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> the big day. Yeah, man. Uh, happy birthday. The, what... the big anniversary of that night 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, mazel tov to making it to another year, brother. I did it. All right. Before we start, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK show. Check us out on Anchor as well, anchor.fm slash TSK show, or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We got a great episode for you guys coming at you twice uh, this week, our second episode, uh, two days apart. Uh, never really done this before, so this is going to be a good one, uh, but it's it's yeah. the best time of the year. Yeah, no, we, we, uh, season's kicked off. Already watched like three or four games. Yeah, uh, but this is the NBA 2018-2019 season preview special for the TSK show. Tyler and I are going to go over our prediction for the top eight teams in each conference, as well as who we think is going to win the NBA championship. We also have our predictions for who we think is going to win all of the regular season awards and our first team all-NBA and all-defensive first teams. Uh, to close the show, I got an NBA two-minute drill to – uh, for Tyler for his birthday, uh, but let's just jump right into it and let's uh, let's get into this crazy Western Conference. Yeah, well, the West is cra- the West is crazy, and uh, my playoff prediction is pretty crazy because I got a couple teams I think definitely doing pretty dirty by not uh, projecting them as a playoff team. But it was last year, forty six wins didn't cut it. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's not. It's so. It's tough. It is. It really is. It sucks that that's like the way the NBA is right now. Do you? Ha- I mean, that's why we talk about you know the NFL and their disparity is great. Yeah. Real quick before before we get into it, do you have a prediction for everyone's record? No. Okay, I do. Oh uh, well. So I mean, I think I think forty five wins is. I think that's like. Well, you said that, you said forty six wins doesn't cut it this last year. I don't think forty six wins cuts it this year. Mm. Yeah, I think for I think that was that's like exceptionally um higher than I think the normal. I think normally it's like around 42, 43 wins. Oh yeah, right around 500. But usually. I think this year 45 wins gets you gets you in. Okay. Well. But that I mean 44 gets you out and that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, over 500 and you're not in the playoffs. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'm going to name drop a couple of teams I don't have making the playoffs. All right, let's quick. name drop those real quick. Just real quick. Um Portland I have them making it, so we'll um, talk about them in a little bit. Portland, Portland is—they uh, could definitely make it though, because I—I have one team on in my playoffs. It's definitely like a pick that I kind of was like reaching a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's a—I I feel pretty strongly on it still. But Portland don't got making it. Denver don't got making it. But, I don't have Denver making it either. And they were the team that you know had forty-six and didn't make it last year. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and this is this is new. Uh, this this. Probably two weeks ago, I wouldn't have said this. Minnesota, interesting. I think, I think there's problems in the house. Okay, know? yeah. So that's three really good basketball teams that okay. I don't have in the playoffs. I'm glad you mentioned all three of those teams because let's get right into it. I have Portland at eight, Minnesota at seven, with three asterisks next to it. <laughs> if if Minnesota they get rid of Jimmy, yeah. If Minnesota trades Jimmy Butler, they don't make the playoffs. I slide Denver into eight, Portland into seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I just don't think I think they keep Jimmy. It's gonna go bad. They they oh yeah. They get they get rid of him. It's they're not gonna get what they should in return. And it's just gonna be really bad. Yeah. So. It's not. <laughs> it's not looking good for them. That, and that's. I mean. Uh, that's really. That really is true. Like. Ten days ago, I probably had them as not only a playoff team, but probably like a good one. Yeah. And now it's like, nah. Well, so I have Portland at eight and Minnesota at seven, but I have them both at forty-seven and thirty-five. That's a lot of wins. But they're I, they're all good basketball teams. Exactly. I mean. It's like, listen, you Portland still has Damon CJ. 
Yusuf Nurkic is coming into his own. He mm-hmm. should he should take a step this year. Yep. And then in Minnesota, it's like Wiggins and Cat. Yeah, Wiggins hasn't really lived up to the potential of a number one pick, but these guys aren't slouches. And Cat is a, a dark horse MVP candidate. I'm when, glad, when he wants to be, huh? When Cat wants to be, he's a dark horse MVP candidate. Yeah. No. Hopefully, this it, he's the one that could really gain something good out of all this because just being challenged as an alpha like that. Um, and being criticized by, you know, someone that's pretty respected throughout the league. Well, he's got the bag. He's got to prove it now. Yeah. Well, dude, and he has the talent. Like, yeah, exactly. He could easily be the best player in the in the NBA if he, if he wanted to. That's the kind of potential he has. I don't think he's going to do two that. Year, but. Two years ago, we were putting Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns in the same sentence, and now he's getting chewed out by Jimmy Butler for not trying. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 a uh, – that's why I got them not making it. <laughs> um, All right, so who who do you have at eight? Uh, okay. So at, oh, at eight, this is my reach and I got Dallas. Ooh. Dallas is, uh, by far the, like the worst, like you reviewed. You've been high on Dallas since the off season. Yeah, I do. Uh, they gained, they gained Deandre Jordan, which big, is a solid piece, big time free agent, probably, you know, probably a top five to 10, uh, signing of the off season. Um, they draft Luka Doncic, who I'm really, you know, impressed by. Yeah, he looked and, good against Phoenix last yeah, night. Yeah, and he's just such a compliment to, you know, Wes Matthews. He can play with Wes Matthews as the three or the two, and he can play with Dennis Smith. Um, he can play point. You know, he's just got a lot going on, and and he's got Dirk there to kind of guide him through um, the transition to the NBA. So Yeah. Uh, on top of that, I'm a big Harrison Barnes fan. That's um, your Tar Heel for yeah, you. Yeah, he, he's a, yeah, I'm a really big fan of his. Finney Smith is a good athletic wing defender, which you need in this in, in this league. Um, so they know who's you know with Barnes and Finney Smith, they know who's going to guard you know the big time stars. So I think it really just all it, for Dallas. I think it just all depends on like how fast is Luca's um, development development going to go. Yeah, yeah. Number eight, Dallas yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Okay, so and I, now it's I like I like them to get back in the basketball world. Who do you have at seven? Uh, Coming in at number seven, and this one, uh, this is where it gets hard for me, uh, like seven through like four, four or five, six, seven and oh, stuff. I, I mean, for me, three through eight are separated by three games. I got New Orleans, and I, I pick New Orleans over, um, you know, like a team. I think they have the same amount of talent as a team like Portland. I think mm-hmm. they have less talent than Minnesota. Yeah. But they play – I just love the way they play basketball. They, they play bully basketball. Um, they've got three exceptionally good, productive post players with Miritic. That all do different things. Julius Randle, and obviously. And they got an MVP candidate. Anthony and Davis. They got uh, you know, Drew. So um it's a good looking it's a good looking team and I just like their play style. Um they're not like one of the most talented teams, but they play they play gritty basketball. Yeah, and they 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 exposed Houston's de- uh weakness right off the bat. And they're one of the teams like I love that uh, there's not a lot of teams that do this, but, I mean, they basically start three guards with Eton Moore as a three. Yeah. And with all the with those big guys, it's just a, it's a nice-looking lineup. Yeah, no, it is. It, I think the Pelicans are going to do very well. I have them at all the way up at number five. So I'll get to them in a little bit. I just think with Ant Davis on the team, there's no way they don't m- make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's Ant good Davis, enough to get you to the playoffs. I think Ant Davis, yeah, I think he brings you like 45 wins that's, off top. That's the difference between him and Cat now. Is yeah, I, that, Kat, no, yeah, Cat can't take a team to the playoffs by himself. Yeah, Cat can't say shit to 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 Aunt Davis. He's not on the same level. No, uh, my number six. I actually have the Utah Jazz. Me too. All right, cool. I so, got Utah, but Utah, I think, is the team that uh, definitely can move up. Utah could move up. I'm just, I don't think they're there yet. Yes, they they stunned a lot of people last year and had a stellar season. Donovan Mitchell came out of the gates on fire, had mm-hmm. a stellar rookie campaign. I just think. They're they're not there yet. It's they're, it's they're, still a just, process. Just like we said with New Orleans, like they don't have this. They don't even have as much talent as Portland. Yeah, exactly. You know, or Denver. Like th- this is a this is a like New Orleans is all play style, all coaching. Yeah, they've got the right players on the right team. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're starting five. I think Utah's starting five can play with anybody in the league. Yeah, and I'm, they all they all buy into Quinn Snyder's system. Yep, and Jingles though, man, he he can't take like a huge step back. He can't go out there and be like trash. They're counting on him to. Uh, no, he needs to be that three and D guy. They they're counting on him to just be as productive as he can. You know, still get some production out of him. Maybe not as much as they got last year, 
because I think last year's probably gonna end up being the best year of his career. Maybe. But yeah. I have I have their win total at forty eight and thirty four. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, yeah, that's that's about close. I think all these teams are just going to be in the high forties up up until the, my, the top three. My my six seed through four seed all are at forty eight and thirty four. Yeah. So and then my five seed, like I said, was New Orleans. Who do, who did you have at six? Um, at six I had Utah. Okay. All right. And cool. Then, and then moving moving on up. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Breathing. We, we uh, <laughs> celebrated a little too much last night. It was, it was uh, definitely a good time. Um, but number five, I got the Spurs all the way up. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's probably like Dallas, <laughs> like way, uh, it's probably a little higher than most people have them, especially suffering these injuries to DeJounte and Lonnie Walker. But I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I don't have San Antonio making the playoffs this year. Yeah. Nah, that's <laughs> I don't, crazy. I don't know how, like just automatically I, these were the first eight teams that came to my head and I was oh, like, yeah, yeah these nah. guys are. Nah, I I basically had three lists. I had the people I knew were gonna make it. I had the people I knew weren't gonna make it, and then that's where I settled the riffraff in the middle. See, so, yeah, that's man, the, yeah, tough go for pop. Yeah, that they it just sucks that they lost two guys that were gonna be big time to their. Yeah, I think I think losing Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker for extended periods of time, it it's gonna be brutal to to what pop was trying to do with this revitalization of of San Antonio Spurs basketball. And that was all their athleticism. Exactly. That was all their athleticism. <laughs> that was all their length. All their youth. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to be fine. Uh, this is like a Patriots pick kind of thing where it's just like I can't not have them in the top five. Yeah, I'm not saying – no, I'm not saying San Antonio Spurs aren't going to be under 500. It's just – They got DeMar, man. I know, but – Excited to watch. I'm excited to watch DeMar. There's only so many ones out there, you know, like one, number one guys. Yeah. And he's one of them. So, he, I think those number one guys – are tough to not make the playoffs. That's why I like Portland's the Portland was probably the one, the hardest team not to give it to him because Portland's got a, a, a one in Dame Lillard. So yeah. And basically a one B in CJ. Yeah. But I mean like Dame is like, well, yeah, no, Dame is that guy certified number one. Yeah. So my, my five seed is new Orleans. We, we kind of talked about them a little bit. Yeah. I just love uh, Anthony Davis, Miritich and Randall. They all do different things on the court. Uh, Anthony Davis and Miritich have the ability to spread the floor and allow Julius Randle to come and do his bully ball stuff that he loved to do last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius Randle starting to hit threes now, which he didn't do on the Lakers, so it definitely hurt seeing I'm, him do, I, hurt hurt seeing him do well. Last I'm really ha- I'm really happy for him. No, I, I'm I, happy for I, him too. I, I mean, it did suck that we lost him, obviously, but uh, I'm happy that he's he's got a, he's got on the right team, like yeah, he, playing that kind of basketball. You know, he found the right like, fit. They're the new Grizzlies, you know. That's that's kind of their their thing now. Yeah, that's that'll who, be interesting to. That's who that's they an are. Interesting comparison. I think that's the obvious comparison. That's what a lot of people see. Okay. Just I mean, they're beat up basketball, you know, and like they did lose Rondo, so that's like takes a little bit away from it, but they're they still got that grit. Yeah. Who did they? We just watched their game last night. Who was the point guard that they? Alfred Payton. God, and he had a triple double, right? Or no. he was like one assist away from was a he triple, really triple double, or he 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 I, he might have gotten it. Actually. I don't think he got a triple double. I feel like I would have gotten an alert about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he did. I think he did. I think it was like ten, ten, ten. You look it up. Uh, what are we doing? Well, t- I, t- I we told got technology. You my my my, uh, my computer is not connected to the internet, and my brain is not connected to my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a struggle of a day. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like that's a that's a great pickup, and that's another guy that like he doesn't have. I say I throw this term around a lot, but like he doesn't have like an offensive game. You know, like he's not like this guy. He's extremely athletic, extremely you know, extremely fast, long, bigger point guard. Um, He cut his hair. Thank God, his hair was. All the all the analysts, I think, were right. It was just like it was so stupid that you would have something that would like be in your line of sight. Yeah, like a basketball player, like that. I would never wear my hat forward shooting hoops. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's basically what it what his uh, what his hair was. Yeah, um, but moving into the top four, moving uh, moving into the the teams that are going to have home court advantage in the playoffs at number yeah. four. These these four teams are are crazy. At number four, at 48 and 34, like I said, my four through six seeds are all at 48 and 34, but I have the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, at the four seed. 10, 10, 10. 
He did have 10, 10, 10. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Good for Alfred Payton. Yeah. But sorry. Um, who are you starting out with? Oklahoma City Thunder at four. Yep. That's who I have. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah. Oklahoma City at four. Um, I think this is where they were supposed to be last year and it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Last year was, it, last year was a weird year for them because like they kind of were like, are they the team that has, they obviously in house have championship aspirations, but it's like, were they quite there with like Mello? No. And I, I, Clearly yeah, I, th- not. I think you're right. I think their starting lineup is going to be much better now, much more balanced. Um, Paul and they have two ones. <laughs> you yeah, know, they got Paul George and Russ, and Stephen Adams. I think is amazing as yeah, well. Yeah, he's a double double machine. Yeah. And Dennis Schroeder, he could he could win Six Man of the Year this year. Oh off man, the bench. Dennis Schroeder. Um, glad you brought him up. He's like, I hate players. I hate it when I like a player and they get into a position like Dennis Schroeder is. Where yeah, because he's he got tra- stuck he behind was, Russell. Yeah, he came in young, uh, sat for a while, got the starting job. And then got traded. Now he has to come back off the bench. I think that's just tough. But he'll yeah. play a lot with Russell. So um, it won't he got matter. the start last night because Russell was out. He's still dealing with that knee stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. He's got his knee scoped, and now it's all yeah, it's all weird. Yeah. So he he got, he got some minutes last night. Uh, you so you have Oklahoma City at four as well. Yep. I think we're gonna just probably this is probably gonna be the same uh, top four. Houston, L.A., Golden State. Yeah, three, two, one. Yeah, Houston, yeah. LA, Golden State. Yeah. All right, cool. So I have Houston at fifty and thirty-two, Lakers at fifty-one and thirty-one, Golden State at fifty-seven and twenty-five. Yeah, Houston. I think uh, they they just mi- I don't missing their window is not the right term, but they lost the wrong kind of guys and didn't get back in return what they needed. Not you know? at all. They lost all of their defensive like perimeter players yeah the guys that guard lebron's and durant's and paul george's they lost all those guys yeah well both of those guys trevor reza and, <laughs> and luke richard and Bamute. yeah um, and i that's gonna hurt them I, I think like we've seen dan tilney's teams outscore people a bunch but their defense is so fucking bad that it's like they they're probably they're they could lose they're probably not even gonna get the second round now and they went no from i being, don't think they went from being the team that was like pushing golden state to like now i don't think they do, do at all no, I think I think their window is closed, like you said. Um, the fact that, like you said, they lost those defensive-minded guys uh, and didn't replace them with anything. Yes, Chris Paul is a great defender, like an on-ball defender, but it's, he's not in the prime of his career anymore. He's on the wrong side of 30. Same goes for P.J. Tucker. He's not the defensive player he once was. Um, Mello's yeah, it's just like, yeah, P.J. Tucker is a great piece for them, but like, they had like three PJ Tuckers last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? With with the Reza out there and, and Richard and Bamute. Yeah. And now, we all know they that. Did, they, like, Luke doesn't shoot quite as good as those other two, but they're still there, like, you know, guys that play the three, the four, small ball five. Like, yeah. And I mean, we all know the defensive liability Carmelo is. Yeah. I feel bad for Melo. I hate seeing this go down like this. It's just. I hope he just. I hope it doesn't happen like Allen Iverson. Just this is what it. No, I think I it think, reminds me of Allen Iverson. And I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like we're going to sit here this time next year, and he's not going to be in the league, and it's going to be like, well, what the fuck happened? Yeah, it's, it's too bad. Hey, Dwayne Wade's not going to be in the league next year. He said this is his last year. So yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> Get that victory lap. Yeah, that that that'll be cool for him. We'll we'll talk about D Wade in a little bit though. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers, I have them making it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, I think they're basically back. Yeah, no, they are, for sure. Um, Braun's going to get a ton of praise this year. Yeah. I think he's going to get I think he's going to get a ton of praise. And, and like, as a Laker fan, um, you know, there's that, well, it's like our team was already being built, you know, like it's yeah. not. But it wouldn't – he just, like, jumped the exactly. 100 steps forward. Yeah, it, it – Getting LeBron this this specific summer, yeah, just put the Lakers on the fast track. Exactly, they're just and then he and then he attracted um, all those you know Suicide Squad players, <laughs> the they're, meme team, they're the the meme team, yeah, <laughs> all, yeah. LA is gonna be the second. I think LA is gonna be the second best team in the West record wise. Yeah, I think they're gonna go to the Western Conference Finals, and it's gonna be fun to watch. It's not gonna be uh, it's. It's not going to be just a, an ass whooping. I'm so I'm so excited for relevant, good Lakers basketball again. And LeBron always just gives you a chance so um, to to beat the Warriors. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's done it before. OKC's had him on the ropes before. 
they're not they're, they're not unbeatable, but they are unbeatable. <laughs> like at the same time, I mean, they're obviously not, but it's just so they are so dominant right now. There's no way I could actually pick. No matter how much I like the Lakers, I don't think I could pick them to beat Golden State. Exactly, I can't. Not not this year. Um, but my I, I've said it I've said it before on the show, and it, it, I'm I'm gonna say it's my hot take for the year is. I think Golden State has the potential to not really care about the regular season, get their guys to full strength. They're not playing with Boogie to start out. Who knows really when he's going to be back 100% healthy. Mm-hmm. I think they could not really take the regular season as serious as in the past, and their record could go down a little bit, and the Lakers have a chance to jump them and have the number one record in the Western Conference and potentially the NBA. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of my hot take on the Lakers. I know a lot of people are gonna have a have a certain feeling towards that. No, it's you're right though. Yeah, and so I mean the Warriors. I have them at fifty seven and twenty five. Yeah, they they do. I mean it, it's hard to it's hard to keep making these runs every single year. Yeah, listen, know? dynasties don't last forever. Shaq and Kobe were only together five six. Well, I think six seasons. Yeah, six maybe seasons. Seven. Yeah, six seasons, seven seasons at the most. Uh, D Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron were only together for four years. Yeah, no, th- but that's why like the Patriots um, are so crazy that they've had a stranglehold on that division. Now there's only four teams in football, and it's a little different dynamic. Yeah. But like that's what Golden State's kind of trying to do. You know, it's really really hard to come in every regular season game like they matter. You know, yeah, especially especially with that's why I like Steve Kerr's. Uh, like approach to coaching and like they kind of get slack for like maybe not yeah he keeps being it, the most serious team they're he keeps like, it interesting he keeps them having fun you know like saying like i don't want to be here anyway he keeps them engaged letting Iguodala coach that one like all those like fun little things that's like that's his way of trying to get them through the season yeah exactly it's an 82 game season is a grind yeah and it, and for them it sucks because it's a formality yeah exactly like it's not a it's not like you know they're in no threat to like not be in the playoffs or not be in the Western Conference Finals. The only thing that's stopping them is injury. Yeah, yeah, and it would take <laughs> it would, it would take, take like guy. two or three injuries for them to not make the playoffs. Exactly, they could drop two number ones and still be good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, they're but, the best. I mean, they're the best basketball team I've ever seen. It's not. It's oh not, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, I'd argue that Shaq and Kobe could beat them, but. Hey, that's a story for a different day. Yeah, no, and I wish I could say that, but God, like when they when they go on a run, third quarter Warriors are just like too. No, third quarter Warriors are scary. They're, and then that's like starting lineup is like an all star is an all star team. So it's like who's who has ever had five all stars in their as their starting five? I mean, the only time I've seen it is four, and that was Detroit. Yeah, and yeah, so and the I mean the Lakers had four. All yeah, stars in '96. No, there's been there's been four a couple times. Like Atlanta did it not that long ago. Or '98, excuse me. Atlanta did it. Like yeah, Atlanta did it a couple or years, four ago. years ago. But to get all five of your starters as perennial all stars, like I bet the minimum amount of all star games on that starting lineup is probably four. I'm 99 percent sure the entire starting five has a gold medal. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they do because Dray- Draymond, Clay, and Steph are all for sure like on the team. Yeah. So, yeah, another one. <laughs> but yeah, we could go on about Golden State all day. I'm I'm over that. Yeah, we, I I I'm picking them to win. I'm picking them to win the West. Um, yeah, I got them winning the West and winning the championship for the third year in a row. <laughs> yep, third year, fourth in five years. First repeat since the Lakers. And now all this contract stuff will start getting crazy. That's like that's where I that's think like the biggest that's the biggest threat to their dynasty. That but, that an injury is what I think is the biggest threat to their season this year is yeah. all of the contract talk. Yeah. Well, and like they, I, I just don't think Steph, Clay, or Draymond will ever leave. Like well, until Clay's, until it's over. Like if Clay it's said over, he's, over. Here's the here's why I think Clay is gonna mo, is the most likely to leave is because he said he's already said he's not giving the Warriors a discount. He wants his money. He's taken enough discounts. Like he he deserves his money. Yeah, I just he just seems like a guy that's like so content in his position on that team. That's like, yeah. What, what more could you ask for? Yeah. So all right, what's your one through eight in the West? All right, so I'm going uh, Golden State, uh, Lakers, Rockets, Thunder, Spurs, Jazz, Pelicans, Mavericks. All right, and I'm going Warriors, Lakers, Rockets, Thunder, Pelicans, Jazz, Timberwolves, Trailblazers. Yeah, I hope I hope Dame gets in. 
I, I am rooting for Portland, but yeah. uh, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, let's get into the Eastern Conference. My eight seeds. My eight seed again is probably going to be like one that I don't know if everybody's on board with. Who do you? Who do you like? Do you have any controversies of not making it in the East like you had the West or no? Um, no, not the same. Like because, like my like the bottom two, I don't even think are like really that great. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like. It was a different struggle to pick because it's like I got to pick someone that really I don't think is like all that great. Yeah, like for my my eight and seven seed are both forty two and forty. Yeah, uh, my eight seed is Detroit. My eight seed is also Detroit. Yeah, I think that they're they're lucky that the East is so trash right now, yeah. and they got enough. Um, they have enough talent to push get them into the eight seed. I think. Yeah, I think. I think uh, they're the bad boy Pistons. I've made this comparison. <laughs> I think they're totally back. I love that they got uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, he's. He... So they got a coach of the year when when Toronto completely fumbled that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, with the Stanley Johnson, my my bad boy Piston lineup is Stanley Johnson. Blake Griffin, Drummond with Ish Smith and Reggie Jackson. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, they got a. I think Dwayne Casey will do a good job, and they'll they'll be that team. And then the guys like Zaza coming off the bench. Yeah, it really is a team. I think you do not want to play. It's going to be physical, and they're they're tough defensively. Yeah, making making the Blake Griffin trade midseason, um, I think definitely helped them get closer to getting into the playoffs last year. Um, they were close, and I just think him having a full offseason, full training camp, now th- yeah. him and Drummond have this great chemistry. Um, I think they're going to be able to sneak into the eight seed. Um, and then my seven seed I have is Washington. Yeah, me too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no. Love it. That's a team that I didn't want to put in the playoffs. I didn't want to put them in the playoffs, but I do think Dwight Howard helps them. Yeah, Dwight. Yeah, uh, Dwight, get in Dwight for Gortat. That's a you know. That's a wash. That's a wash. I think that's a that's a move. I really. They're just lucky that they've had success in the East, so they're kind of like living off this. But yeah, they know the team just doesn't feel like they're like together or like locked in or no, this whatever weird thing it is that they don't have is well. It's like it's like it's not it's not easy to pinpoint. I made I made the comparison in the past like Toronto and Washington had like these cores that were in the Eastern Conference for like a long time and they were they were stuck together and now it's like Washington doesn't really have all those guys anymore. No, but their starting five is just like so it's it's the same song and dance outside yeah. of like Dwight, you know, because but it's still like the same like they have a solid center you know they got they got the morris at, at power forward yeah you know i can't I mean? remember which one um yeah me neither <laughs> um and then you know with they've they've been rolling with Otto porter bradley beal and john wall for how many years you know yeah they still like, got kelly Oubre off the bench and yeah who's a good that's that's a good uh that's a good bench player but um yeah they're starting five so solid they could definitely like if they clicked and like it's like oh the the Wizards are the third seed in the East or the fourth seed in the East. It wouldn't be a surprise. No. It'd be more of like what I thought where they were headed before, you know, a couple of years ago. That's yeah, it's like I mean. where they should have been last year. Yeah, Toronto's the other one for sure where it's like Washington and Toronto are just always in the mix for the East. Yeah. Um, who do you have at number six? Miami. So do I. Miami. Yeah, so we can talk about D-Wade now. D-Wade, yeah. <laughs> it was funny seeing him. Like, I, I really – just seeing him in the Heat uniform, it's just so funny to me still, like – it's just it's what it's supposed to even be. Even though I know, even though I know he was there, like last year, it's still just funny to see him like on opening night playing for the Heat, like old it, man out there. It's just what it's supposed it. to be, though. Yeah, no, it's 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 good that he went back. I think uh, I don't know if if I've, if I've ever read anything on it, but I'm definitely glad that he came back. You know what I mean? I, don't, yeah, I, I think that he didn't. I don't know if he necessarily wanted to leave. Wasn't it like him and Pat Riley had him it? and Pat Riley? Well, him, Pat Riley, and LeBron all had a falling out. They hashed it out though. Like, well, I think him and Pat Riley did. I'm not sure if LeBron and Pat no, Riley no, no, have. yeah, yeah. D Wade. I'm pretty sure D Wade and and um, D Wade and uh, Pat Riley. Pat Riley. Yeah, out, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if LeBron. And it was like it a weird thing too. I think they ran into each other like at someone's wedding. I think. Yes, yeah, so they were ran. Yeah, outside of the basketball arena. So. Yeah. Huh? But I have I have Miami at 43 and 39. Um, Hassan Whiteside. He's a he's a very serviceable NBA center. Mm-hmm. Uh, Double double a night type of guy, uh, Goran Dragic. He's a, he's a machine. He he's, yeah, he's a man. He's a solid all in, point guard, all, all NBA point guard. Yeah, uh, Justice Winslow. 
he he's a nice piece. He's coming into his own a little bit. Yeah, and he's got to he's got to take a step forward too because he they've been banking on him to make you know big leaps and bounds. Yeah, he his, just got paid. So his uh, his development has definitely been a lot slower than Miami sure would have liked. Uh, and then also we can't can't forget the fact that Eric Spolster is still the coach. Yeah, yeah, he did. It. He's he's uh, he's Pat Riley's guy. He's one of the, he's one of the only NBA coaches in the league right now with a ring. Yeah, and he's probably one of the longest tenured uh, yeah. head coaches in the league too, which is just crazy to be to go from like being a video tech guy to that to the head coach. Yeah, his his story is unreal. Unreal, unreal. But he, he, now I'm a fan. You know, like when they hired him, it was like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this makes no I didn't sense. like him when LeBron was there, but, but it's like made he's... sense because they had like they needed someone that was going to be part of a team, not have like some ego clash with uh, you know Braun and all them. Yeah. Um, number five, I have Indiana at forty-four and thirty-eight. I got I got Indiana at four. I have Milwaukee at five. I have Milwaukee at four. So yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about those guys. Yeah. So um, Milwaukee, they're going to be right there, four or five, I think. Um, Giannis is like definitely my, uh, you know, I'll, we'll talk about him in the awards um, part of the show because he's definitely up to grab a, a bunch of hardware this year. I think he could um, just seeing his body and like how you he know, looks big. Yeah, and he's just still so dominant with you know inside the inside ten fifteen feet. He's just too hard to stop. He's too yeah. lanky. He's too long. He plays both ways. He handles the rock. Yeah, once he gets um, that consistent jump shot, it's done. He's one of, like, five or six guys that, like, year in and year out, they're going to be like, he might be the best player. He might get MVP this year. You know, like. Yeah, he's going to be in, in the, the mix, mix for a while. All the time. Um, yeah, so the the Greek freak. Um, I liked that they added DiVincenzo. Yeah. That was a good piece. Uh, him and Brogdon will be able to, like, come in for each other. Uh, they're similar players. Yeah, Chris Middleton looking to, looking to continue on Middleton's that success like from last year. Middleton's, like, their gem, too. That's a guy that they drafted, developed, and turned into a star. Yeah, he's like a diamond like, in the rough for them. Yeah, he wasn't – I don't think people saw, like, him being, you know, at Team USA camp and, yeah. like, you know, start a legitimate starter. And they've let guys go. You know, Milwaukee's like Jabari. Guys, yeah, they've let guys go because they, they're confident in him. Yeah. Um, but also, on in terms of uh, Indiana, I like Victor Oladipo. He solid on-ball defender, led the league in steals last year. It was so – this was similar to the Schroeder scenario where I felt bad for him, but it was yeah. so good for him. To get out of – To play with Russell oh, and yeah. see that, like, Russell just tries to take it to the rack every play, you know, like – and so Victor like turned that on, and I think oh, yeah. it came from like seeing how Russell did it every single day. And he said, "I can do this if I'm on another team. Like, yeah, I'm, if I get I'm, the opportunity, this is who I'm gonna be." Yeah, exactly. And then Miles Turner just got paid. He's a he's like my least favorite par part of that team too. I've Why never are you been so down on. Him? I've never been a big fan of Miles Turner, but I know he's got game. I'm not a hater at all, but. <laughs> I, I, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just like not one of my. I I love Sabonis. Like Sabonis yeah, is my that, guy. That was like, the next guy I was about to bring up. For sure, Sabonis is the man. I'm I'm ready to see him go like twenty and ten. Yeah, he definitely could go twenty and ten this year. And then they drafted Aaron Holiday, who yep. looked really good in the yeah, preseason. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, when we when we covered the NBA draft, Aaron Holiday was one of my like, you know, outside of like the top five picks, I thought he was one of the best first round draft picks. Yeah, um, definitely. He's he's a solid piece for them for the future. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, so number four, I had Milwaukee. I'm assuming we're gonna have the same three, two, one again. Uh, yeah. Do, I, well, I mean, yeah. Toronto at three? No, I have Toronto at two. Uh, okay, that, I thought maybe Philly and Toronto could be flip flop. I have I have Philly at three, Toronto two, Boston one. Yeah, I got Philly at two, Toronto at three, um, Boston at one. I just think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the Eastern Conference. And I just think yeah. Philadelphia, yes, trust the process seems to have worked, but it's like you're still in the process. You had one year of success. Let's let's see you do it again this year. Yeah, they got the full season on their belt. So, like, last year the whole thing was they had never put a whole season together. Now they have. They won playoff games. Yeah. Won playoff series. No, I'm not I'm not knocking what Philly's doing. I think what's going to fuck them up is Markel Fultz and, like, trying to push. Uh, they're going to try and push him to be, like, on the court a lot with those guys. I just don't think it's a good mix. Like Blake brought it up the other day, our buddy Blake, like shout out Blake. Uh just having a couple guys that can't shoot outside, like as your guard. Yeah, not Ben a good Simmons look. isn't gonna take an outside That's shot. Like, we know that. 
Yeah, no, they, he'd be better off coming off the bench, but they're not going to do that. Yeah, they moved Reddick to the and bench. He, and he's a and he's a number one overall draft pick. I think I just uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Ben Simmons fan, uh, but like Joel Embiid, I'm definitely no, a fan. Joel and Joel Embiid's the truth. Like he's he's a guy like three two one Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard. Those are definitely like with Giannis Giannis as the best player in the East. Yeah. Um, I have Philly at 50 and 32, so I still have them winning 50 games. I think that was the same exact record they that's had last what, year. That's what they finished last year. Yeah. Uh, and then Toronto, I have them at 52 and 30 in the two seed. I just think Kawhi Leonard, I personally believe he's the best player uh, all around in the Eastern Conference. The Spurs and Raptors trade was good. If, yeah, it was if, pretty even. It, it's a good basketball trade. We just, uh, it's like all the other shit that was weird about it, you know? Like yeah, DeMar, all the outside drama. You know, Kyle Lowry and DeMar were so close. Did you see Kyle Lowry do, like, his handshake that he did with DeMar, like, to the air uh, before running out of the tunnel? Uh, yeah, he did that yeah. last night. Yeah, and they were, like, best friends. So, like, uh, the basketball shit makes perfect sense. Like they got two starters out of the deal. Yeah, know? they got Kawhi and Danny Green. Yep. Which uh, Danny Green's a very good. Yeah, yeah, and it allows them to keep that bench unit that like had so much success last year mm -hmm. um, with Van Vliet and Siakam and, and Powell and Powell. Yeah, um, keeping that group together, I think was clutch for them. Um, the biggest threat, the reason why I have them at three and not two, is the coaching. And, yeah, I mean, he's a first-year head coach, first-time head coach. Well, and, like, Kyle Lowry and DeMar, like, they made a conscious change in, in um, like... Yeah, when Dwayne Casey had that sit-down with them. Yeah, and they... But, the, like, they had made it together, and this team was on the same page. Everyone was on the same page, and now they're, like, have to start over again. So, basically, like, running three different offenses in three years. Yeah, essentially. You know, that's that's what they're doing. So, that's, like, the threat to Toronto stuff is, like, Although the, the non-like roster pieces. It's actually... Well, it's funny you say three offenses in three years. Nick Nurse was one of Dwayne Casey's assistants, so I'm not really sure if it's yeah, going to be too and that's, different. And that's true, too. Like, I definitely didn't do any research on this guy. I don't know, like, his background or what he's trying to do with I the just team, know he was but, an assistant on the team last year. But I just got to assume he's not – he's got different – he's got a different team, you know. Well, like, yeah, he's got a different he's team. Got he's got Kawhi Leonard pieces. instead of DeMar DeRozan. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and then Boston, I have them at 54 and 28. I think – Obviously, getting Gordon Hayward back, Kyrie Irving back healthy as well. Uh, they they have the best overall team in the East. They arguably have the best overall team in the NBA. I mean, if it wasn't for five All-Stars in Golden State. Yeah. This team, this Boston team right here would probably be the best team in the NBA so many years of my life. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of – this is a really, really, really good team. I mean, we all saw it last year. Go to the Eastern Conference Finals, make a run without – and then you get two max deal-like stars. Yeah. You know, and Kyrie and Gordon coming back, and Jason Tatum is making huge progression. Um, so is Jalen Brown. Yeah, and I wasn't high on Jalen Brown. I thought, like, that was an interesting pick when they took him because I don't think he was – like, I thought he was projected to go a little later in the lottery than three overall, but yeah. shit, it worked out for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, Boston-Philly. I have Boston-Toronto. Yeah, I think – yeah, I just think uh, – I think Boston-Philly is going to be where it's at, and, and Philly's going to end up getting big road. Yeah, I, I have the Warriors over Boston in the finals. I think I think that's what most everybody has. Yeah, that's what's going to be. <laughs> that ain't a guess. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go through one through eight real quick in the Eastern Conference again. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I went um, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Pacers, Bucks, Heat, Wizards, and the Bad Boy Pistons. I got Celtics, Raptors, 76ers, Bucks, Pacers, Heat, Wizards, Pistons. Solid. Pretty, yeah. pretty close in the East. Yeah, very close in the East. All right. Uh, let's go into the regular season awards. Uh, where do you want to start with this? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm just like was leaning back in my chair trying to talk. Um, <laughs> Ed, we could start. Uh, you want to start? We can start with MVP or again with MVP. I mean, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, let's let's do it. Who you got? I've just come to terms with it, but it. I don't see – I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I've said for a very long time that I don't think LeBron James is ever going to win another MVP because the league just wants to spread the wealth. Yeah, there's that weird stigma. It's like he can't get it every year, but it's right. like well, what if he is it every year? Right. He, and like Jordan didn't get it every year. Yeah, Brady. Yeah. yeah. The, 
there's that whole thing of you can't give it to the same person every year. But I just don't see how if he has a successful season, the Lakers make the playoffs, they win 50-plus games, I don't see how you can't give it to LeBron James. Yeah. It's going to be Bron. It's the year of Bron for us, my friend. Just I know. Strap up for the long haul. I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm. He's going to turn this team around. They have such smart basketball players, and they're going to look so good. I think the Lakers are going to look so good on the court together. That's just going to be like. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun this to watch. Is a problem. I mean, I cannot wait for Rondo, Lonzo, and Bron on the court to have those three passers on the court. Is just like the basketball. Every play they will get. They're they're. They're going to be scary to watch. I know. I know. We're talking about MVP right now, and I didn't. We didn't say it while we were talking about the Lakers, and I don't know why I didn't remember it then. But I think Javale McGee is going to have a career year this year. Yeah, he, he, it's going to be easy for him. <laughs> he's had he's had two of the cushiest jobs in the world the last two years. <laughs> yeah, playing so. for Golden State and now LA. It's like the Lake Show's back. They're going to be, uh, and it's it's all going to be because LeBron. We and like I said earlier in the show. We know as Laker fans that we we had a young core progressing this way, right? But again, it just you know we hit the fast track now, and it's it's, it's, it's solidified. It solidified the rebuild, and I think and I think he loves like I think he really likes Lonzo and and yeah, uh, and and Kuz and and Bi and all. No, those guys. he's definitely like, taken a like he like, he relates to them a lot. Lonzo could have been gone, I think, in a trade if if it wasn't for Braun. Honestly, I think so as well. But all right, who do you have winning defensive player of the year? Rudy Gobert. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yep. Cool. I like that. Yep. It would. Um, it, it, it. And that's a perfectly good choice. I. Yeah. It just shock because. Me. Uh, just because of basically he's like the defensive like James Harden in the sense of like that that team is a defensive team and he's the best defensive player on that team. Right. And he's like the when, anchor. And when he's out there, he's just like God protects the cup like insane. One of the best shot blockers I've ever seen. And he's he's massive. He's got a huge body. You know, yeah, his wingspan um, is unreal. Yeah, he's not like some. You know, he's not like a different. He's different than like a a Draymond. You know, like he's got the physical ability and the and the uh, the body. Yeah, um, my defensive player of the year, and I think a lot of people are forgetting about how good this player is on defense. But it's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah, because we haven't seen him play. He played nine games last year. That's what I, happens. I, if I think you don't play. so many people are forgetting about how good. Kawhi Leonard really is. It's just really hard to give it to perimeter guys, even though he's won it already. Yeah, exactly. He's already won it. Um, it's just hard. Like he would have to. Hey, Oladipo. Oladipo almost won it last year. By almost, leading... almost happens. You know <laughs> what I mean? Almost happens. But I, I mean, there. Like I could probably tell you, like every perimeter player that's ever won it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not. It's a very, very short list. No, like, very. So that shout out Gary Payton, only only point guard to ever win the award. Yeah. All right, six man of the year. Who you got? This one was like, it was like only one name kept popping in my head, and and I didn't feel good about it. But I was like, I just I have to say this name because this is the name that keeps coming into my head, and that's Eric Gordon two t- two times. Well, here's the thing though, he's starting. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's. Gonna you think start they're gonna move the Carmelo into the starting lineup because that's who is listed as the sixth man right now. Yeah. Be- I don't know. I guess yeah. I guess that is weird. A weird one. Because he probably will start a good amount of games. But yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of games where he comes off the bench. Because I got I got Lou Will. Yeah, well, yeah, it, the he's in an interesting position. We'll see what what happens with him if he comes off the bench or not. He came off the bench last night, so. Oh, see, I didn't even didn't even didn't even check that part. <laughs> I mean, of course he just, is though. It's just like I. He played I, thir- over thirty minutes a game last year, and he came off the bench. Yeah, I mean, I was just going through and doing doing making these picks for all these awards and it's just like how can i not put lou williams six man of the year yeah, that's funny like i i had eric gordon was just like in my head the whole time and i didn't even bother to look to see if he even came <laughs> off the bench well you know who's the, also you know who also could also win six man of the year is dennis schroeder yeah that'd be sick um he's just not a i think you gotta have stats to win six exactly man he of doesn't year. have enough volume he, well yeah it's like he's like gonna get you like 12 5 and Four, yeah, know, those like, aren't six man of the year stats. Even though he's like a extremely good like backup point guard, maybe the best one. Um, yeah, it's not going to be there statistically, so he won't win the award. Yeah, who you got for most improved? Um, this one was tough because the guys that were on my list were like superstars, which is not normally the case. Interesting. I got Jason Tatum. 
winning Ooh. most improved player this year. You're going to hate who I have for because, most improved. Because I think he, like, already, like, had his – his like he had a mini improvement last year, like in the playoff run, you know, at the end of the year. Right. You know, like he wasn't like the light that we see on Jason Tatum now is not like what we thought at the beginning of the year. Now, yeah, obviously with his draft stock, um, we all thought he you know, he would get here. Yeah. But we got here a lot faster than we thought. And I think this year he could average twenty four a game and he's playing with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, so and I can say the same thing for who I have when he most improved, and that's Brandon Ingram. He could average twenty four and he's playing with LeBron. You, I fucking hope he wins most improved, honestly. Hey. That's like that would be best case scenario for me. It, that'd be best case scenario for I'm Brandon ready. Ingram I'm in just, his career. I'm ready. I'm chilling. He's young. He's he's still got he's still got his development ahead of him, but he's gotta make the step. Yeah. He's gotta make we'll the see. step. All right, rookie of the year. Who you got? He gotta put on some weight too, man. He like, did I, put on weight. He did, and like I can't I, I don't wanna harp on I don't wanna harp on for his him, weight. It, too it much. doesn't like, look like he I just hate watching him go anywhere inside the three point line and get fucking pushed back out. You know whose body I compare him to? Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, Durant. Well, yeah, Durant too, but like Yeah. No, you and like Durant's <laughs> always my like, well, you don't necessarily need weight. Like exactly. Kevin Durant did the damn thing. He, he can shoot. But over he don't everybody. shoot like Kevin Durant. Well, he could this year. Uh, he, he better. <laughs> All right, who you got for rookie of the year? Um, this is, I think I think DeAndre. Yeah, DeAndre. Aiden. Yeah, he yeah. looked solid last night. Yeah, he's a beast. And you know, you know who else looked really good was Mo Bamba. Um, he was he was fucking shit up in that. I saw a replay of him swatting somebody straight to the stands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Well, dude, and he just like he looked like he got a good feel for the game. He looks like like a competitive person. Like he's got a, he's got a fire and drive. Um, now I've only seen him play one NBA game, so I can't see he's necessarily a high motor guy. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. But uh, that's what it seems like he he like hangs his hat on, you know. And though he's got those Kevin Durant or Kevin Garnett arms. Yeah, his he's so lanky, it's crazy. But no, I think Aiden wins it. It's gonna be a great uh, rookie first, all rookie first team though. This yeah, this year. is they're, they're the, I stacked. love this rookie class. Yeah. All right, I got Coach of the Year and Executive of the Year. I'm not sure if you do. Um, I, I didn't, I don't have executive of the year, but I would probably just go ahead and give it to Polinka. Oh, just because, I mean, bringing in Braun, I think you got, I, I think you got to do it. Well, I gave it to Masai Ujiri for bringing in Kawhi. Yeah, but he lost to, he lost to Mar. Is that really like Kawhi is better than Demar? No, I, I I know that, but like, is that a huge that that you went from that All Star to this? You know, a little. You can, yeah, no, you're right. My hands, I, but, I don't know why I didn't even think of Polinka. Yeah, dude, plus Rondo, Lance, Beasley, <laughs> right, JaVale. Yeah, I'm like, changing it. Polinka's winning executive of the year. Yeah. Has I, to. I think he I think he just fucking crushed it, knocked it out of the park, um, got the right basketball players. I love that he didn't I love that he didn't do the, you know, surround LeBron with shooters. Yeah, um, he didn't do the traditional thing. Because that's not, you know, I I think we're we're gonna be a passing team. It's gonna be it's gonna be good basketball, good high high IQ plays. Yeah, and then for coach of the year, I actually you were kinda I don't want to say talking shit, but you were kind of not really sure about this guy. But I got uh, Nick Nurse, Toronto Raptors head coach, two Toronto Raptors coach of the years in a yeah, row. See, so you're just you're definitely on that train of the Raptors. Oh, I'm all yeah. I'm all aboard the Raptors yeah. train this year. Yeah, I got Brad Stevens winning it. Nah, I mean, yeah, that wouldn't shock I think me. He's gonna he's gonna put a stranglehold on the East. Watch Luke Walton win it. No, Luke Luke is definitely. Uh, Luke's not going to get as much benefit of the doubt, though. Like, like no. I said, it's going to be Bronze City for from now on. No, dude. If they, I, I said this before, Luke Walton is the scapegoat if the Lakers do bad, and it's a shame. Yeah, I, and I don't think that's going to end up being the case. Thank I God. hope not. I think wins wins take care of all those issues. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, first team All NBA. Who you got on there? All right, this is this was the hardest one. Okay, I think to pick. Um, just because, like, someone's – people – the guard position, the forward position, it's just, like, too tough. It's hard. Um, and, I, and even, like, staring at my list right now, I'm just like, man, how am I leaving some of these guys off? But I got I got Russ and Russ and Harden Ooh. are my guards. Okay. Um, I think I think Giannis is going to uh, dominate this year. Okay. I like the changes he made, um, what he put in the offseason. I got Braun. Obviously. Uh, and then – I uh, went with Embiid. I went with Embiid. I went with the process. I think okay. uh, he could be. He Shaq. Shaq could finally have his thirty and fifteen guy. Maybe you know, like that's maybe that's where he's at. 
All right, so my first team, I got Kyrie and James. So Kyrie and James Harden. Yeah. Kawhi and LeBron. Yep. And then Anthony Davis. See, Ant Davis uh, was the one that was really – and KD. Um, well, for me – Ant and KD were the hard ones for me to leave off for the first KD game. and Russell were actually the ones that were hard for me to leave off. Yeah, Russell is a tough one because, like, Russell, he, Russell's, like, finish in this team, unfortunately, only has to do with the Thunder success. Like, his numbers are going to fucking be there. Well, I was going to say, if he averages another triple-double again, it's like he has to be first-team All-NBA. Yeah, yeah. He's I can't believe what he's done to that stat. It's in, it's insane. Yeah. All right, first team all defense. Who do you have? Now that I'm looking at this, I don't think I did this right because I got three forwards and only one guard. Well, I technically have Anthony Davis as a forward in this. And I now like, that I'm mine, realizing mine, this. Yeah, mine would be like I got KD as like a guard. Well, I got Victor Oladipo and Drew Holiday, who were the guards last year on the first team. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna take even though like. <laughs> Just because, like, this, this, this is not – well, and, like, I know the guy that I'll put in here. Um, but, like, I'll just – I'll shout KD out really quick because he's the one I'm taking off this first team. But I really think that he's out to prove that he's, like, a legitimate – Oh, want, yeah. I think he wants people to start putting his name into Defensive Player of the Year, All-NBA Defense, because now he's, like – it's, like, my he's scoring, my scoring numbers are going to be – my scoring numbers are going to be all-time great status – now, if I can throw a couple of these things into the bag, like championships and defense, he's just, then then he's like climbing up that that list, at, that goat at, list, at the, yeah, the goat list, where it's like every time you move up one position, it's it's big, you know, in that top ten, it's like oh, he's moving past Larry, you know, like yeah, he's moving past Duncan, like this is that that's where I think his motivation lies right now. So I'm gonna say that really quick, but my two guards, um, I'm gonna replace KD with Clay. Okay. All right. So my two guards are going to be CP3 and Clay Thompson. I think CP3 is too old, but I like the Clay Thompson pick. He's just still just like a bulldog, and and he's bulldog. A, yeah, he's he is though, <laughs> and he's like playing way harder than James Harden is. You know, like oh, so so it's just you know I think James Harden. Does, don't I think even CP3 count on James is like on defense. always a, an easy one to throw in there, and then um, my forwards I got Draymond and Ant. Nice. I like that. And then Gobert at center. Yeah, okay. So my guards are Victor Oladipo and Drew Holiday, who were the guards last year on the first team. Uh, and then Kawhi Davis. Kawhi Davis. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think uh, Draymond's a guy that he, he's he spoke enough and got into the media that he's got a really good shot at winning defensive player of the year this year. Yeah. I think that they're, they almost – it's almost like – a. Well, a career thing, you know. Well, but. he said – I mean, he straight up said, name five players better than me on defense, and not a lot of people can. No, you can't. I, that would be disrespectful. <laughs> Honest, honestly, like, Draymond, the only people I think they're, like, I could say that are better at defense than him is is Ant and, and Rudy. And yeah. Like, even that – That's I just because they're taller. I still don't even feel good about that. Yeah. But, all right, that's – that's that's what's gonna be. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. All right, who, uh, worst team, in the, worst record in the NBA. Worst record in the NBA, the Los Angeles Clippers. Worst record in the NBA, huh? Yes. Damn. They could though. They could. They though. lost last night. Uh, I think. Uh, Did you see Boban dunk I, again without jumping? Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> I love Boban. Dude. He's so crazy. He's so he's so cool. I love I love him and Tobias. Like they're fun to they're funny to watch. They're so funny to watch. It's so funny that they're just like it's so funny to me that he's a goofball. It's the odd couple. Yeah, he's like a goofball, and Tobias is like kind of this like seems to be this nice reserved person. Yeah, and Boban is cool, a fucking collected. Joker. Yeah, <laughs> going to like dance classes and stuff <laughs> together. It's this shit's funny. I, I gotta. Uh, if I thought about it a little more, um, like Sacramento, Brooklyn, Atlanta. Yeah, Sacramento, Brooklyn, Atlanta, the Clippers, Phoenix. Yeah, but Phoenix, I don't think they're at the, Charlotte because I think Phoenix is not gonna. They're gonna like try to win games even when they're not in the playoff hunt. Yeah, because they're young and they want to progress. Yeah, and like, but they got they signed Jamal Crawford. Thank God, an NBA team signed Jamal Crawford. Yeah, is 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 God. When he was sitting courtside, he was like in a you know like a white button up in a jacket, yeah. and he looked like fresh a, as fuck. He looked like a fucking twenty year old man. Yeah. He's thirty eight. <laughs> I was like, man, my boy does not age, <laughs> not one bit. But all right, let's do. Let's get into this uh, two minute drill. Let's do it. All right, I got three questions for you. 
one of which you already know about because uh, I had to give you a heads up on it just so you could kind of get a little research on it. But yep. uh, the first two are going to be a surprise. So number one, the NBA has told J.R. Smith and Lonzo Ball to cover up their tattoos or else they will be fined by the league. J.R. has a Supreme Leg tattoo and Lonzo has a big baller brand logo on his arm. Uh, do you think the NBA has the right to tell these guys to cover up specific tattoos? Nah, I think they got to kick that. Yeah, I I understand where they're coming from because like they have contracts with these uh, companies that are you know competitors in, in, technically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, I think you got to stop at the skin, like part of your body. Yeah, you know I mean that's not that's like your body. That's you know. It, even like it's weird to think of like even if you know like if D, what if D, if D Wade had like the Heat logo and like yeah he went to well, the bull like the Bulls for his last season dude you like have it. a Jordan tattoo yeah like think about all the guys yeah. in the league well, that have like, Jordan like tattoos. Gortat does yeah like, I mean ton of guys have the the Jump Man but yeah I'm sure Jr has the Jump Man somewhere on him yeah well and then it, then it's like it's really weird that they're they're picky and choosy about brands too you know what yeah. i mean like yeah it, it, but supreme is just a weird one because i don't think supreme as like a direct threat like triple b even though lonzo is like signed to triple b like that's his brand yeah like, like and it, that's like his family logo yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that that one's like oh that's just so weird like they have to they literally jr and lonzo have to put a piece of but medical like at tape least bb it, it like triple b is like athletic brand supreme's like streetwear but then it's like jr also got like the young money logo on his neck right on his neck but he's also a young money athlete so yeah like uh through their agency yeah yeah no or maybe he's clutch now he used to be a young money athlete yeah see it's it's weird i don't know it's a that's a i think they gotta i don't have like a strong reason why i think they should dump the rule but it just feels like I just think it's your at, body. Yeah, at, at the simplest form, like, you can't say someone to change their body. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. The second question, another uh, lineup one for you, but it's not, really a, it's not really a mix and match lineup. These are two lineups that have played together. Okay. In a seven-game series, Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond, and Boogie – Versus D Wade, Kobe, LeBron, Melo, and Dwight, aka the Redeem Team. Oh yeah, I saw this meme or whatever. Um, the Redeem Team is gonna smack him up. Okay, thank you. All right. Yeah, but that's like, that's uh, that's how ridiculous that like. Yeah, they're five All Stars, but this that was like the five best players of like a twenty year span. So yeah, you know that's. That's like the stupid fucks that say, oh, like Kentucky could beat, uh, you know, like the fucking Nets. Like, no, no they, they couldn't. couldn't. It's just like no, no, uh, no pro team would ever lose to any college team ever. In any sport. In any sport. It's like, dude, the, the, these guys that are playing on the pro team were the studs <laughs> from this fucking league. Like, yeah. And it, well, and also just the main fact in terms of like college versus professional, it's kids going against grown men yeah exactly they're just gonna get work they're gonna get whooped up on yeah so all right i just i wanted to see a reaction when i said the redeem team yeah dude you like especially in a seven game series it's like not even a question yeah i mean you get kobe in a seven game series it's a wrap yeah kobe and braun on the same team yeah <laughs> did you see what Shaq? did you see the instagram post Shaq had no him lebron magic kareem kobe Versus Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond, Boogie. Yeah, see, that, that's not even close. <laughs> that's not even close because, like, you're putting a bunch of individual stars like together on a team. Whereas, like, the special part about the Warriors is like all these guys like did it together. Yeah, they're, they're a like, team. They weren't like it's not like a bunch of number one overall picks, not a bunch of MVPs. It's like you know, no, th th this is their team. Draymond's second round draft pick. Clay's coming from you know Washington State, which is not like. You know, a coveted basketball program. Yeah, Clay was a three-star. Steph, Steph was a three-star Steph recruit. Like a, yeah, Steph looked like a child coming out of college. He just made tournament runs. He could have gone either way. Yeah. You know, you didn't know. So that's where the difference lies. You know, you can't, like, you can't just take five of the best players and put them <laughs> against a team team, you know. Yeah. All right, last question for you before we get out of here. Uh, it was announced today that the G League, beginning this coming summer, will begin uh, to offer select contracts worth $125,000 to elite prospects who are out of high school but not yet eligible for the NBA draft. What are your thoughts on this? 
it's what that's we talked about this before on the show. I think that's the best solution to the one and done thing. Yeah. And I think once you get rid of one and dones, it'll be it'll make college basketball or just it'll just be a better scenario for everyone. I think the players, the teams, like one and dones are only helping out ten programs. Yeah, Woj Woj came out with a tweet and said uh, there wasn't going to be a change to the one and done rule till at least 2020. Uh, it, it was part of a series of tweets and talking about this whole G League thing, but he also tweeted. Uh, that he had doubts, uh, basically, quote, I have doubts about how many top players will go this route. Some, yes, but G League is full of early connecting flights, long bus rides, small gyms, NCAA ball, still has the trappings of exposure, packed houses, private jets, you'll get paid, too. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, and well, that's that's the whole other thing. Um, but I think the NBA is doing the right thing by trying to create a farm system. Um, yeah. Like, uh like baseball that's why the jba was a cool idea you know what i mean well, like to just to, to put to have like options coming out of high school is is good and these top kids if they if they don't want to go to college they shouldn't have to yeah just doesn't make any a lot sense. of a, a lot of people are saying actually the jba is now done because of because the nba is going to do this now it's, yeah, like, it's gonna be tough for the jba because that's what they that's what they promote and they're paying them a tenth of that yeah, and well, what's interesting also about the the NCAA part of Woj's tweet is $125,000. That's about the going rate for a five-star recruit yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> the, the money is not the issue, all that. It's like time. It's just stupid that like, someone that's like ready to go has to wait. Yeah. But or it's like I someone, think, that's, I think, someone I think that's, that's not interested in school I think has that to go he's to college. Right that, uh, I think that he's right that it, like, you know, the top – Guys will still be like lured away from um, college, but just the more options uh, over the years, it'll probably turn. Yeah, you know, and you'll they'll like you'll have the NCAA, you'll have the G League, you'll have this other thing, you know, like and then you can go overseas. Well, I think I think that's actually basketball is just becoming bigger as uh, as in, a like, sport. A, yeah, as a sport and just like in the world popularity. Yeah, um, people are playing it all over the world, like. The JBA over in Europe and Asia. Well, actually, that's that's I think the route the JBA now is really going to go, and I think that's what Levar Ball is going to do is he's just going to put together this All Star team and take them to Europe. That's cool. That's hey, the, it I think gives that's... it gives these kids who probably were never going to get a chance to live out their dream and play basketball in throughout the world. Yeah, I they think, get to go do this. Yep, I think that um, that's a that's a good move by him and having like a, you know, a U21 type or you know, an under 21 team that like just travels overseas because even if they don't get the top recruits, they're still going to get exposure to all these teams overseas and that's where I think that'll really help the kids is like he'll be getting kids that like maybe probably didn't weren't going to go to college, you know, yeah. like but they're hoopers. Yeah. He's giving them a shot to get a, a contract rather than be in the NBA or something. Yeah, like. and it's like these with the JBA in specific with going overseas. It's like they're playing against professional teams, and it's like there's professional scouts at these teams. Mm-hmm. We already seen we've seen one kid get a contract from the JBA for a team in Europe. Yeah. So I mean, it 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 could happen. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think it's good. It's good for the sport to move forward. Get that farm system going. It'll, it'll be good for basketball. And like, yeah, and then on the other end of that, uh, with like the Europe thing and all this, this is not the kids, but like, I I, I also think that American basketball players are going to start being like European soccer players and going to Europe, and the late thirties and getting yeah. paid. Um, oh, D Wade dominating, D-Wade. just like Ibrahimovic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, come, for sure. Come, these soccer players that are just so much better than the American soccer players that come here at late age and they just dominate. Yeah, I could see, like we, we talked about earlier, D Wade's going to retire from the NBA after this year, but I could see him going to China for two or three more years. Yeah, go, plus it's like... Go get a bag over there. And over and over there, it's not an 82-game season followed by a... Strenuous 16 playoff run. 16-plus game. Yeah, exactly. Like a whole other season on the other end of it. Yeah. Um, it's like a third... It's like the playoffs is like their whole season. Yeah. So, but all right. Once again, TP, happy birthday, brother. Appreciate it, man. Wishing you nothing but happiness, health, and success uh, in all the years to come. What better birthday present could you ask for, though, other than LeBron James's first game as a Laker? I know. I'm really upset I'm not there, but let's go. Let's yeah. go get it. You got, a shout out, you got a shout out on your birthday before we get out of here? <sighs> man, I don't, I don't know. You, you want to shout out your parents? It, it was, <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, there's, there's, 
a lot going on, you know, like the, the Dodgers. Um, hey, we're one game away from the World Series again. October 88. That was when I was born. That's when the last time I won it. Let's you know, go. Um, you know, Paul Allen, it's weird that, like, I kind of want – I wouldn't mind, like, the Blazers getting the win tonight, even though they are playing the Lakers yeah. and LeBron. But it's like I do feel bad for that franchise. You know what's um, crazy? I, think, I know they're hurting, so. The Lakers have lost 15 games in a row to the Portland Trail Blazers, and the Portland Trail Blazers have a 17-game home opener win streak. It's a tight little. It's a tight little gym, man. It's a. It's a rowdy spot. It's. It's a good. Good venue. I've been there more than probably any other NBA team. Like I said last episode. Yeah. So let's All right. Do it. All right. With that, that wraps up this week's episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore World underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We're also now on Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK show or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We appreciate you. So, uh, we appreciate you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode for you guys. And in the words of Ron Artest, a.k.a. Metal World Peace, I love basketball. Yep. Beautifully said.